And the Tommy C Show is brought to you by Truth Verified. To all of those who consider themselves a source of truth and who fight daily against the prolific disinformation campaign propagated by social and traditional media sources, Truth Verified is a brand that is bound by nothing but intellectual honesty, absent any political, social, or geographical biases or discriminations. Thank you for supporting the Tommy C Show through the purchase of Truth Verified merchandise at www.therealtommyc.com forward slash merchandise. The truth is strong and the power is local. Yeah, it is Sunday, March 21st, 2021. Thank you for tuning into the Tommy C Show, the podcast that's become a popular resource for patriotic truth and action, the podcast with dual-purpose coffee this morning. Ah, yes, I went out for a little while yesterday. Not long, but long enough. And I don't do that often, so I tell you. It was uh, it was fun though, and, and and what's great about Wisconsin, a lot of a lot of Irish around here. That is everywhere, but can I say that is, is that fucking I'm Irish, I'm part Irish, I'm Polish, German, and Irish. So, um, what a combo, hey? <laughs> but uh, it was great yesterday, hanging out at this bar. This it was this uh, pub crawl. People come walking in, all blowing their kazoo's and. Dressed like leprechauns or whatever. I don't know. I'll appropriate it. It's part me. So it was great though. It was a good time. But I tell you what, not just the coffee. I've talked about these things before, these banana bags. Uh, they don't taste awful. Somebody said they oh, they, they, they work great, but they taste awful. But I didn't think it was that awful. But it's like a liquid IV, basically, is what it, it is. It's got uh, dextrose, uh, vitamin C. Vitamins B1, B2, B3, B6, B9, B12, B7, B5, uh, chloride from sodium and potassium, then sodium from sea salt, and potassium from potassium chloride. Uh, there's some other natural ingredients in there too, I guess. I'll tell you what, I actually took that and in an hour, not even, I was like brand new again. So... These, uh, the banana bags, I called, I guess, and, uh, yeah, it was fantastic, so, I mean, the coffee's waking me up a little bit, but, uh, that worked wonders for me, too, so, you know, just a little, uh, just a little tip for you, I'm, uh, 48, so, it, you know, if it works for me, you know, it's, it's someone at my age, that's good, I guess, it's, the last time I went out, uh, was around my birthday in late January, and I felt like liquid hell for three days. Um, just too old for this. And, and I was looking online. You'd think I'd, in, in 48 years I'd, I'd have some uh, wise remedies for hangover stuff, but you just know there's nothing short of it. Like, when I was in the Marine Corps, if you were, and this was Old Corps back in the day, I don't think you can still do this kind of stuff now, but if you were, uh, you know, buddied up with a corpsman, you're good friends, and you, you know, everybody went out the night before, he'd stick you with an IV the next morning, and you'd be good to go, I mean, it was just, so I was kind of looking up that, uh, something along those lines, and that's when I stumbled across these banana bags, liquid IV is an actual thing out there too, I've tried that, I didn't have as much luck with that, it's like a triple hydration uh, formula or something, it's got vitamins and electrolytes in it too, but I didn't have the same luck with that that I had with this banana bag. This thing was a miracle. Now, I suppose that's one of those things that's great if 
you use it once in a while, like me. I don't, I don't drink that much, so or often, and so it probably works great. Now, if you're somebody that gets blasted every night of the week and then wants to try to rely on one of these, like anything else, your body's probably not going to uh, accept it for uh, too long. But hey, it worked for me, so I'm uh, I'm feeling great today. Hey, welcome to Coffee with Tom. It's the Sunday feature of the Tommy C Show. And today we've got penguin abductions, cleanup in the produce section, Pringles wine, and I saw it once in a movie. <laughs> I'll tell you. Oh, again, this Sunday there's some good stuff. But hey, first, if you're watching me on YouTube, please hit that uh, subscribe button and a thumbs up button if you like this show. Likewise, if you're watching on Rumble, please uh, hit the Rumble button, that little fist down there, and uh, subscribe if you're watching there. If you're listening on Apple and would subscribe, that would be great. Also, leaving a positive review would be wonderful. Even if, if you can't write out a review, give me some stars. Uh, I would really appreciate that. Uh, I will be your friend for life. You can support this show through PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App by going to therealtommyc.com uh, forward slash contribute or through the purchase of Truth Verified merchandise at therealtommyc.com. Hey, let's start today in, uh, in Australia in 2012. Free the Penguin. Two Welsh tourists landed themselves in court in 2012 after they got drunk and stole a penguin called Dirk from SeaWorld in Australia. Rise Owen Jones, 21, and Carrie Mules, 20, from South Wales, broke into the park on Queensland, Queensland's Gold Coast. Queensland's Gold Coast. Oh my goodness. Tongue twisters this morning. They broke into the park swam with the dolphins and let off a fire extinguisher in the shark enclosure before making off with poor Dirk. Hey, at least they kind of did this. They weren't sober enough to not let the fire extinguisher off in the dolphins and try to swim with the sharks. Right? But maybe that's what they deserve for stealing poor Dirk here. What do you do? Uh, <laughs> when they woke up, hung over, and with the flightless bird in their apartment... They tried their incompetent best to care for him by feeding him and putting him in the shower. <laughs> they later released Dirk into a canal. Oh, come on. You got call animal control or something. Don't just put this exotic. This is just penguin. <laughs> Walling around a canal. <laughs> what is going on? But locals spotted them and called police. They were fined and told to drink a little less vodka. That's Ray, as good a days when you could do some silly prank like this. Although this, I don't recommend abducting exotic animals from the zoo. That's not a silly prank. But uh, it's probably a white privilege here. That's, you know, I got away with it. Oh, did I strike a nerve there? Hey, this one's good too. This one came from China just a couple years ago. Five hitmen busted. After they all kept subcontracting the hit. This is a great story. A hitman in China got cold feet, so he hired another guy to do the job. But he also outsourced the murder, forging a five-man deep chain of bumbling subcontractors, none of whom actually did the deed. <laughs> all five unnatural-born killers were sent to jail over the deadly game of hot potato in which each pocketed some of the cash and paid the next guy less in the country's Guangxi region. I guess I can't pronounce that. Whatever. 
Uh, the original hitman first hired by the real estate mogul uh, in 2013, oh, 2013 to kill a rival developer who had sued his company over a building battle. The hitman was paid around $283,000 to slay his enemy. I hate that word, slay. That's good writing. <laughs> but the would-be killer took the cash and used half of it to hire another hitman. Mo Chin Chang, according to the report, which cited a release from the Nanning Intermediate People's Court. But Mo didn't kill the developer either. He passed the job off to another guy, Yang Kang Sheng, paying him $38,000 up front. Wow, he pocketed a lot. And, and promising $71,000 when the job was done. To ensure he'd finally be killed, Mo gave Yang the victim's photo along with his license plate number, according to the court. The next year, Yang subcontracted the killing to a fourth man, Yang Guang Sheng, for $28,000 up, uh, up front and $71,000. So you keep track of the math here now. This is, this is becoming like a $3,000 hit. Um, a few months later, the second Yang handed the hit to a fifth man, <laughs> Lang Zhang Xi, for a measly $14,000. <laughs> Ling ended up telling the developer about the plot to kill him, and together they faked his murder, staging an image of him with his hands tied in an apparent attempt to collect the cash, according to the news outlet. Eventually, the developer reported the murderous plot to police, and each of the would-be hitmen was sentenced to between two and four years in prison. The developer who sought the initial hit got five years in the slammer, the outlet reported. This is great. This <laughs> is just like... <laughs> oh, I wonder what happened. Where are the rest of the money? I want to know where, like, the... there's only $14,000 left here. There's $283,000. I want to know what happened to all, all that. Oh, that's good stuff. That's good stuff. Hey, Walmart's always got the best stories, don't they? I think we'll do two of them today. A woman got banned from Walmart for riding a motorized cart while drinking wine out of a Pringles can. Does that, does that not sum up Walmart, period, right there? That is Walmart. Riding around in a motorized cart while drinking wine out of a Pringles can. That's, that's, that's a, it should be a Walmart commercial. That's just, that's, that's Walmart. Wichita Falls, Texas. Police in northern Texas say the woman has been banned from a local Walmart after she spent several hours driving an electric... Several hours? Well, that thing had some batteries on it. Driving an electric shopping cart around the store's parking lot while drinking wine from a Pringles can. <laughs> Please tell the Times record news that officers responded... To a report of a suspicious person around 9 a.m. at a Walmart in Wichita Falls. The city is about 125 miles northwest of Dallas near the Oklahoma border. Wichita Falls Police Spokesman Jeff Hughes says the woman had reportedly been riding the electric cart around the lot for three hours. You say police eventually found the woman in a nearby restaurant and told her not to return to the store. He said the woman was not arrested and her name was not released. Wow, that's too bad. That would be a name to follow up on and see what other crazy shenanigans she's done. I, this can't be the first, that's for sure. And I tell you what, Walmart is, I've got one local, and it's a 24-hour one. And if you can find a 24-hour Walmart, go into it after midnight. I'm telling you, it is an entirely 
different breed of freak show after midnight. If you don't want to be recognized, feel free to dress up in whatever Halloween costume you had from last year and go in after midnight. Nobody's going to look at you sideways because everybody in there is walking around like it's freaking Halloween after midnight in Walmart any day of the year. And this next story might be a prime example of what happens in Walmart after midnight. Police searching for a woman who peed on pile of potatoes at Walmart. <laughs> I, one of these days I'll probably do an entire uh, Sunday of Walmart stories. Uh, undoubtedly. I mean, there's thousands of them out there. But Police are on for a Pennsylvania woman who used a pile of potatoes at West, a West Mifflin Walmart as a toilet. There's no other way to say that. The woman walked into Walmart, found the potatoes, climbed up onto the display. <laughs> and peed on them. What's... <laughs> Oof, paint thinner fumes are a hell of a drug. <laughs> this... What? Oh, a Walmart employee witnessed the woman turn the potato pile into the world's grossest waterfall. But did not stop the woman. Presumably because the employee was completely frozen, stunned at what they were witnessing. Well, yeah, that and how do you intervene in this? How do you physically intervene in this? Because I can tell you, even as law, in law enforcement, you walk in and see this, you, the woman's you're going to let her finish peeing at that point. There's nothing you can... Before, it just ends up everywhere. I mean, it's... What is... It's a poor Walmart employee making his $9 an hour, maybe $15. Now. Man, this guy deserves $15 an hour if he's going to tackle a woman pissing all over potatoes. But, you know, oh, man. Security cameras did not catch the incident itself, which is unfortunate because this could have been an easy feat of balance. We're talking an upward lift onto an uneven surface made from round objects, all with her pants around her ankles. <laughs> this is great writing, by the way. Oh, Cameras did, however, spot the woman leaving the store. West Mifflin police posted a picture of the woman on Twitter in hopes of somebody identifying her. Oh, I tell you, this is... <laughs> this article... <laughs> I, I copied this, so I don't know where it came from. I feel bad now. Does this look like the type of person who pee in a pile of produce in the middle of the night? There's not really a correct answer to that question. Any man is capable of this, obviously. We could learn how to write calligraphy with our dicks if we tried hard enough. It's not right. I've made some wicked, you know, signatures in the snow. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Get off me. <laughs> but this is really a feat for a woman. Oh, it's obviously gross, but there's an update. The female suspect who reportedly urinated on a bin of potatoes at that Pennsylvania Walmart, uh, was she turned herself in after she became internet famous. That's, that's not the way you want to become internet famous. Grace Brown, a 20-year-old Pennsylvania woman, turned herself into authorities after surveillance video showed her, showed her urinating on potatoes. I swear I can talk. I, it's what is going on with me today? More coffee. It's McCafe, by the way. Poet didn't even know it. <laughs> Casey White, Brown's attorney, 
said that her client was remorseful for the act, but did not explain the reasoning behind it. Because there is no real good reason. Unless this was on a dare. Uh, he says, clearly she does not want to see herself portrayed in that light. Well, yeah, the lighting in Walmart is terrible. It's shit's like walking into an old warehouse. It's boring. You need better lighting. It's not like the lighting on the Tommy C show. The new lighting in this show. You can pee on a pile of potatoes in this lighting and look glorious. Her attorney goes on to say, she's a young lady that has a full-time job. She's a high school graduate. Oh, hey, all right. This is 90% of the world. <laughs> deserve praise for having a job and graduating high school? That's a problem. These trophy, freaking shelf kids. She's working hard to make her life better. She's embarrassed, White added. Well, she should be. She walked into a Walmart, threw her pants off, they climbed up on top of a stack of potatoes and pissed all over the place. There's nothing normal about that. So she's going to address whatever issues she may or may not have had. No, there is no may not have had. Even if it's past tense, she had issues. Likely still does. She's going to move forward. Good for her. I hope, you know, that she's got a future in the Democratic Party. I'm just calling it. That's... I. I bet you, I will bet you a thousand dollars that woman votes liberal. She's she apps act blue. She probably donates her her salary to it. Maybe yeah, you know, whatever she doesn't spend on beer. All right, here we go. You ready? You ready, Florida? <laughs> um, hey, man had sex with stuffed animals at Target. Insult the assault victims included Olaf. From the film Frozen. Oh, why the snowman? Come on! A Florida man yesterday sexually assaulted a pair of large stuffed animal toys inside of a Target store. According to police who arrested the fiend on criminal mischief. <clears throat> the fiend. <laughs> Commissioner from Batman or something. What is this? As detailed in a criminal complaint, Cody Christopher Meter. 20. These, these people are all so young. Just degenerates. Meter entered the retailer around 2 p.m. on Tuesday. 2 p.m. middle of the afternoon. <clears throat> Good. On Tuesday. It's probably not that busy in there, right? And approached the display of merchandise featuring the characters from the Disney film Frozen. Meter, seen at right, there's the image of him here. He's, yeah, yeah, he fits the, fits the, fits the profile. I profile. I do. Because it fits. Cancel me, fuckers. <laughs> Meter selected a large Olaf stuffed animal and proceeded to place it on the floor of the target. He then began dry humping the cinem cinematic snowman until he ejaculated on the merchandise. How do you... How do you... <laughs> I'm sorry, okay? I, how do you not... How do you not laugh at this? I picture, like, Beavis. <laughs> just going to town on this stuffed snowman. <laughs> just jipes all over it. And then he made her return the soiled Olaf back to the display. Oh, He then entered... 
another Harry in the toy department, where he selected a large unicorn stuffed animal and began to dry, the, dry hump that animal as well. After consorting with the stuffed animals, Nieder, who lives in St. Petersburg, was detained while still inside the store. After being read his rights, Mina reportedly admitted to doing stupid stuff and admitted that he had nutted on the Olaf stuffed animal. <laughs> Poor Olaf. Oh, it gets worse. <laughs> the stuffed items, God say, were removed from the store floor and destroyed. Look, Olaf. He was going to go home and make some, like, three-year-old super happy. Instead, he... <laughs> He got humped by this creepy old man and joiped all over and <laughs> destroyed and thrown in the garbage. What a sad story. <laughs> According to the complaint, Mir's father told police that his son definitely has a history of this type of behavior. <laughs> oh, God. What's going on in Florida? Seriously. I mean, it's on my short list of places to uh, to go to when uh, <clears throat> my daughter's off to college and I just don't have to be tethered to this ridiculous cold weather in Wisconsin anymore. But Florida, yeah, it's, yeah, it's the best and worst of everything. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> Creepy Iowan, you're not alone, Florida. We got them up here in the upper Midwest, too. Iowa, which borders my beautiful Wisconsin. <laughs> Creepy Iowan knows how to seduce women. <laughs> I saw someone do it in a porno film, the man said. <laughs> All right, ladies. I guarantee you, <laughs> at some point, you're... <coughs> Excuse me. See? Laughing, coughing, coffee. Just you probably hacked the Rona all over my desk. <laughs> I, I guarantee, like, probably more women than not watching or listening to this at some point in their lives have been in bed with a man who's been like, I saw this in a porno. <laughs> and she's, oh my God! <laughs> I, this is pretty tame, though. Compared to what it could have been. No, I've never seen any pornos. I don't know what to talk about. <laughs> An Iowa man charged with exposing himself to a woman at a variety store told cops that he had seen someone do it in a pornographic film and thought the victim, who was accompanied by her minor son, might respond to it sexually. <coughs> Excuse me, I'm sorry. I got to Calm down. Nobody wants to listen or watch coffee. She's got her son, and he pulls his he pulls his beans and franks out. Franks and beans, whatever. His horn, crank, <laughs> his love wand, whatever you want to call it. Nicholas uh, Sheehy, twenty three. Again, these degenerate little millennials or whatever group they are now in their twenties, was arrested Friday afternoon at the Dollar General. Oh, he went high class here. This is like I am going on. I just. I just watched Harry Squatter and the Sorcerer's Bone, and I am going to go to the nearest Dollar General and pull my balls out and, and make some woman very happy next to the 14 candles for a dollar section. <laughs> What's going on here? 
Uh, in Atumwa, Atumwa, city about 85 miles southeast of Des Moines. She, an Atumwa resident, was charged with indecent exposure, a serious misdemeanor. <laughs> a serious misdemeanor. <laughs> no misdemeanor is really serious at the end of the day. They all look the same on your record, but... Oh, they, you know, they just start putting more detail into, you know, your, your records when they shouldn't just say misdemeanor for indecent exposure. <laughs> say a man pulls his horn out in front of a woman and kid or something. But, Jesus, when confronted by police, she, he admitted that he whipped it out, referring to his penis, the criminal complaint alleges. The defendant stated that he had been he had seen someone do it in a pornographic film and believed that the female patron may respond to it sexually. That's... Well, it didn't work, Mr. Sheehy. <laughs> it, did, it didn't work. And for anyone listening or watching out there, men, okay, men, yeah, men. There are men and there are women. That's it. If, if, if you're a man wearing a dress, you're still a man. And this applies to you, too. Don't pull your dress up and show your balls to somebody in public for sexual favors. It's not going to happen, okay? And, and for all of you toxic masculine men out there, if your wife loves it when you just whip your junk out at home, God bless her. <laughs> but And that's fine. But you, single dudes, you can't just walk into a store, even if it's just a dollar, shitty dollar general, and pull your dick out. And, 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 and want it blessed. <laughs> it's not going to like last week's priest. Can't go back there again. Oh, boy. Just wild stuff this week. It's been fun. I enjoy this. So thank you for those of you that tune in on Sundays uh, <clears throat> and laugh with me, watch this, and uh, hopefully appreciate what we do here, uh, which is lighting things up. There's... I really enjoy this. I, I really have, uh, this show has really evolved in the last year from where I started. And I love the deep intellectual uh, investigative journalistic type stuff that I do uh, throughout the week. <clears throat> I love being able to take a specific item in the news and really find objectively various angles of it. And then also try to find ways in our history that we can relate to that and that we can talk about what that means from the perspective of our Constitution or its founding. Or we can talk about why, why do we have this in our Constitution? Or why don't we have this? And I love being able to do that. Nothing makes me more fulfilled than being able to share information that if even one person learns something from it, I just, I, I love it. I absolutely love it. It, it means a lot to me. Uh, it's all stuff that interests me too. So I, I love doing that during the week. I love being able to do that. And I have really appreciated in the last five weeks now, <clears throat> on Sundays, doing this lighter side. Because it helps me to just read these and laugh. And maybe... Somebody like, this, yeah, it looks like a jackass just laughing as he's reading this stuff on here. <clears throat> and maybe I do, but fuck you. I don't care. <laughs> you know, it's, um, <clears throat> I like it. I like it. Laughing helps me clear out things too. And I, I try to find something to laugh at every day. And I'm fortunate that 
Um, I have so many friends, specifically really on Parlor that I engage with every day that, that post things that are just are hilarious and, and lighthearted and, and good. Or I will sit here and I will talk to my dog like an idiot and I will laugh at myself. I'll laugh at myself for stupid things I, I do. You know, I'll make up voices for the dog making fun of me. <laughs> it's, it, I don't care. Maybe I'm nuts. Probably a little bit. Come on, I'm a Marine. We're, uh, <clears throat> most charheads are a little off, right? Especially if we don't get our, our crayons on, you know, on time. <laughs> but the laughing piece is so important too. And, and I love it. So I am so appreciative uh, to those of you that, that tune in and, and, make this show a part of your week and whether you do every every episode or it's just Sundays or or it's the more serious stuff and you don't care for the Sundays I really appreciate uh, your support and your listenership <coughs> and I really apologize for all the coughing this morning with the laughing but this show is just still in its infancy and what I say by that are there's still a lot of projects I'm working on for my website that I think are going to be really, really cool. And not only that, but this is what I want to do. Uh, I decided, you know, a year ago that I wanted to start podcasting and writing more. And this is where I want to go. And I want to go this direction because this is what I have a passion for. This is what I love. I enjoy doing this. The, the, the fun stuff, of course, but the serious stuff really is important to me for our country, for the future of our children. It's great. And so, you know, as I do these episodes and I, I put merchandise out there and I, and I <clears throat> try to you know, advertise my show and, and solicit support, I don't want to sound like one of those creepy grifters or anything out there. I'm going to be straightforward with you. I, I'm working hard to want to make this and build this into something um, big and something sustainable for me because I enjoy doing it. And I enjoy doing it for all of you. Um, and even if it helps just one person, it means the world to me. So that's where I'm at. And and the people so far that have purchased uh, merchandise from the store, there's been many. I'm so grateful for that. Uh, those that have reached out and done direct uh, donations through the website, uh, or have tipped at checkout in the you know in the store, I I just I'm entirely grateful. And because you've done that, I've been able to upgrade all of that so far. Every penny of that so far has gone right back into this show. It's gone into better uh, cameras. It's gone back into better uh, sound equipment. It's gone into software programs to help put this together. It, it's gone right back into this show to make it better and make it easier for me to do this with better quality and more frequently. And my goal uh, is to get to five days a week uh, soon. I'm at four now. And... Soon, hopefully in April sometime, get to five. And I'm kind of looking at what that looks like. I'm going to keep doing this Sunday show. Because I really enjoy it and it's been well received. And so my thoughts right now are doing like a Sunday to Thursday kind of, kind of show. And having a, a Friday, Saturday time for myself to spend, uh, you know, some more quality time uh, just decompressing in there. And more research time. Because in between this show, I do a lot of writing as well. Not only uh, investigative stuff for the blogs and articles that I put out on my website, uh, therealtownyc.com, but also have been writing for our local political action committee. 
And I'm also working on a book that I really want to release sometime in 2022. So there's a lot that goes on. And that's all of this is in addition to uh, my job, my actual real world job uh, that I do. And then, uh, of course, raising my daughter as a single parent too. So there's, you know, I keep busy with it. Uh, but there's a reason for it. I, I have a passion. I love it, like I said. And this is where I want to be. This is what I want to do. And, and when my daughter's off to college, I want to... Wisconsin's been great. Born and raised here. And uh, I, I love it. Family's here. Friends here. I love having four distinct seasons. It's a beautiful place. But it's time. It's time to go south somewhere. So a more, more deep red and... Uh, just a little bit warmer year-round would be great. So, yeah, I kind of, I, I out. You know, Texas is definitely uh, one that's on the short list. Florida is, Alabama is, Georgia is. There's there's a few, you know, places on, on the short list all along the south. Tennessee uh, is. So, <clears throat> we'll see. We'll see how uh, things transpire. But I want to continue to build this show so that I'm able to do it wherever I go. And continue to bring you not only the, the great substantive material during the week, but this levity on the weekends. So, And that's all I have for today. If you enjoyed the show, I'd be very grateful if you'd take a minute to share it with your friends and family. Feel free to follow and engage with me on Parlor. My handle is uh, at the Tommy C Show. Check out my website, therealtommyc.com, for other ways to contact me, to view my original articles, uh, check out the Truth Verified store, or to contribute to the show through PayPal, Venmo, or Cash App. If you appreciate this commentary and want to help uh, continue to see me do this, uh, friends, it is time for all of us to passionately take action. And we, the people, have a proud history of doing just that. Have a great Sunday. Love to y'all.